At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the nightcap with tim murray and super bowl champion sean king on vsin the sports betting network of the nightcap alongside Tulane Green Wave great even though he doesn't think they'll win the AAC this year Sean King I am Tim Murray continuing our summer conditioning talking Washington commander football seven and ten last year uh, depending on where you look find a seven and a half William Hill Caesars Westgate uh, DraftKings has it at eight minus 110 both ways and uh, here at Circa over eight is at even money. Get to the divisions here in just a moment as well. Uh, we were just breaking this team down, some of the additions, some of the subtractions, uh, some of the biggest concerns. Logan Paulson, former Washington commander and uh, now member of the media in D.C., his biggest concern, depth on defense, but very excited about the acquisition of Carson Wentz and Jahan Dotson being in there as well. Uh, Chase Young coming off an ACL injury, uh, so is Logan Thomas, their tight end, so some questions there. When you look at win total, Sean, mm-hmm. eight is their win total at DraftKings. Like I said, you can find a seven and a half if you like the over, if you like the under, play the eight. Uh, you have some alt win totals where you can go as high as nine. Over nine here at Circa is plus 220. Uh, the alt total for over nine at DraftKings is plus 225. To make the playoffs, plus 150. To win the NFC East, as mentioned, 5-1 to one at DraftKings. And uh, to win the NFC, something they haven't done since 1991, 30-1. We haven't had a back-to-back division winner in the NFC East since 2004 when the Eagles had their run. That would fit the, the mold there for Washington. What is your best bet on the Washington Commanders? I'm torn between win totals because I do want the plus 25 that the alt win total mm-hmm. gives you, but I'll probably just you know do the right thing and go over eight. Well, you can get seven and a half too. Yeah, but it's going to be juice to the over, right? Uh, slightly. Yeah. Uh, th- I looked earlier today, minus 115. Uh, and minus, if it's minus 115, then I take the over seven and a half. Yeah. I mean, they were seven and ten last year with Taylor Heineke at quarterback. Carson Wentz is at least worth two wins. 
So that will put me right at nine. And the reason that I like the win total more than winning the NFC East, just in case Philly's able to live up to expectations. I'm not needing Philly and Dallas to not be very good in order to win my bet. It's strictly the commanders. If they go out and they improve on by two games on seven and ten last year, which I think they will, then, then I cash a ticket. Uh, if forced to make a bet, I, I would agree with you. This isn't one that I'm I'm racing to play, but I think Washington is improved. Mm-hmm. Their win total last year, and Eric Eager pointed this out on Twitter a month or so ago, and I thought it was a good point. Their win total last year, Sean, in Vegas was eight and a half with Ryan Fitzpatrick at quarterback. And then ultimately it would be Taylor Heineke because Ryan Fitzpatrick played five seconds. This is a better football team. Carson Wentz, look, I make my jokes about Carson Wentz. I don't think he's a top half of the league quarterback. Are you serious? But Logan Paulson, you think he's a top 16 quarterback? Yeah. Kid threw 27 touchdowns and seven picks last year. In his career, he's throwing 140 touchdowns and 57 INTs. I mean, I'm not saying he's the are next. We gonna, are we going to have to do I'm this? not saying he's the next. This exercise I'm again? not saying he's the next coming of Aaron Rodgers, but you got to give some a guy that guy respect. Two teams have quit on that, him. I, fine, it happens. He's the, the he, San Diego Chargers decided that the, the Drew Brees wasn't the right yeah, selection. Teams in, make mistakes. He, yeah, not two. Miami Dolphins decided Not to take two. Miami Dolphins decided to take Dante Culpepper instead of Drew Brees. Like sometimes teams, they make a decision and it ends up being wrong. It's not like it's the first time it happened. I said he was the Atlanta Braves he, got rid of Brett Favre. They didn't think he was the guy. The Green Bay Packers got rid of Brett Favre. That's why he went to Minnesota and almost took them to the Super Bowl. So it went, happens. He went to the Jets and they were better with Aaron Rodgers. I'm just saying it happens. Not twice. It happened to Favre. He played on, Not, what, four teams? The, he threatened to retire Bill Belichick like decided that Brady wasn't the option anymore. Are you really saying I'm that just the saying. Packers like, – Brett Favre asked to retire like I'm just three saying, times. It, it's not some kind of outlier that a quarterback has played for more than two teams. I just don't think he's a top half of the league quarterback. And I, I do. think he's top 20. We did this exercise. I know. I'm just saying. I mean, finally the guys that threw 27-7 and seven last year. I'm bring, just asking. But I bring up stats like Kirk Cousins, and you call him a loser. I, hey, listen, I don't, I'm, I don't have a problem with Kirk Cousins. Yes, I you mean, do. If you want to be a mediocre 500 team, I don't. I mean, did did the Indianapolis Colts, with a better roster than the Minnesota Vikings, make the playoffs last year? No. Okay. Neither did the Vikings. They made it two years ago. Frank Reich didn't get fired. Kirk Cousins got Zimmer fired. Yeah, Kirk Cousins went thirty-three and seven last right. year, and and I'm, I'm cool with Kirk being a top sixteen quarterback. And, and I I said I think Kirk's a top sixteen quarterback. I agree. Like I think Carson Wentz has slightly more upside than guys like Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, which I have in, in, in that particular group. I don't I don't think they're bad. I don't think Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr are bad quarterbacks. I just think they are what they are. I don't think their ceiling has any room for improvement. When I see Carson Wentz, I still think he has room to get better. That's the only difference to me between Carson Wentz and Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins as far as how I group NFL quarterbacks. I think Carson Wentz still has upside. You're the Washington Commanders this year, and you put truth serum in the veins of Ron Rivera. Mm -hmm. Who would he rather have as his quarterback? Carson Wentz, Derek Carr, or Kirk Cousins? You could have all of them. 
I mean, I don't know Ron Rivera very, very well, so I'm, I'm not sure. And I mean, it's a hypothetical question. If, if you should have asked me, I, I would rather have Carson Wentz over the other two. Why? Because I just told you, I think he this still year. has upside. Yeah, this I, year? Yes, I think he has upside. Okay. Yeah. I do. Did you not watch the Jacksonville game? Well, if you're playing a bad game, boy, no, limits no, no, your ability no. to play good ones after that. No, man, no, no. look at here. Everybody in the NFL in trouble. As a 14-point favorite with the playoffs on it's the a terrible line. loss. And the week prior at home terrible, against who? It's a terrible loss. Who beat him in week loss. 17? It's a terrible Derek loss. Derek Carr and the Raiders. It's a but, terrible loss. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here saying that he's a, an upgrade, but he's not a top half of the league quarterback, and you, you lost your mind. No, I didn't. All I said was I think he is. And then you lost your mind. I just, it's, it's, I don't think there are 16 better quarter, starting quarterbacks in the National Football League than Carson Wentz. It's not like I'm saying he's top five. That's why I'm high on the commanders. I think they upgraded at quarterback they did. significantly. I think I, they did, and I, I, I think agree Taylor Heineke to Carson Wentz is a bigger upgrade than Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan, even though I think for where the Colts are as an organization and an offense, Matt Ryan's a better fit. But Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan is not as big an upgrade as Taylor Heineke to Carson Wentz. Matt Ryan's not going to lose games, in my opinion. But in the AFC, at some point, you're going to run. If you get to where you want to get to the playoffs, you're going to run into Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, potentially Justin Herbert, where you got to win games. Indianapolis couldn't even get to the postseason. Well, yeah, a lot of people missed the postseason. A lot of people missed the postseason. Not with that roster. Well, we'll see. I mean, I'm, if Matt Ryan, if Matt Ryan, where would you rank Indianapolis's receiving core in the NFL? Are they in their top sixteen? I mean, because you keep shouting out this that roster, like they got they have Devontae Adams and 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 and, and gang at receiver. Like have, I like Pittman. Hold on, they have they. Have, I like T. Y. Hilton. Hold on. Can I answer the question? Yeah. Their offensive line is no skill position I'm receivers. Going through it. I know they got a great old line. Wide receivers, but this, but you, but why? I'm just asking one position group. Okay, it's like where would you rank their right receiver not position as good group? As Washington's. It's not as good as Washington's. I say they're probably about the same, just yeah. in my opinion. You got Pittman, you got Paris Campbell, you got Alec Pierce, the rookie out of Cincinnati. You've got Mo Ali Cox, the tight end. I th- yeah, I think they're. Yeah. I think Terry McLaurin is better than Michael Pittman. Um, I think he's Curtis, more established. Curtis Samuel is yeah. So that's the only point I was making. It's not like Indy had, you know, these Pro Bowl caliber receivers. But out they there. had a, a, a like they're getting an, better. Their receivers they had, are young. They're they getting better. MVP at running back. They did. And Washington doesn't have that. Well, I, I like Gibson. And they're over a thousand yards, seven the touchdowns. Best offensive line in the league. Yeah, they got a good old line. And they've I'll got, agree with you there. They've got, in my opinion, a better defense. But I'm just saying, you keep saying that roster like they're good yes. on defense. Yeah, but they're not like without but deficiencies. We just said. That their defense is better than Washington's. Their running back is far superior to Washington's. Their O line's better than Washington's. And they've got a wash at wide receiver. And Carson Wentz couldn't take them to the playoffs. Oh. But now he's going to take Washington to the playoffs. I like Washington Commanders over eight. I, I don't disagree. I actually. I, I think I, Carson Wentz having a Pro Bowl caliber is going to have a Pro Bowl season. I totally, now, those are my I opinions. Totally disagree with that. Which is fine. That's well, the good wanna, thing. They're going to play the season. I we'll find pull, out. I want to pull something up here wrap up this segment because yesterday you were saying well, I can't believe you're on Philadelphia everybody's on Philadelphia because you're a contrarian 
I would like you to take a look at this tweet right here from Ben Fox. Most lopsided overall win total at Caesars Sportsbook. Commanders over 7.5. 99% of the money. Yeah, I think that's a bad number. I mean, they were 7-10 and 10 last year with Tyler, uh, Taylor Heineke. Like I said. I mean, I, if they're one game better with Carson Wentz, you, you, you cash that ticket. I do not disagree. Yeah. I think they are an improved football team. Taylor Heineke was 32nd in the league. According to Pro Football Focus, they improved. But I'm just there's something there that's just not fully uh, sitting well with NFC's me. champs. Make that bet. Fly, Eagles, fly. On the road to victory. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com. For details, Shohei Otani night, and he is uh, scoreless in the top of the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you an anti-Otani? Because every time I bet with him, like he just goes the other way. Didn't he strike out like thirteen in his yeah, last man. outing? I'm just if I'd have bet the Angels tonight, he'd have given up five through two. Well, apparently, if this if 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 that mindset is correct, then. Patrick Corbin's going to win the Cy Young. Oh, no. He's an automatic fade in the next game. He pitched a good game. I know. He's an automatic fade. Uh, Shohei Otani now nine strikeouts tonight through four and a third, four hits. uh, ERA down to 2.72. Angels leading that one two to nothing. I I walked into the sports book uh, today. I look up. I'm like, man, White Sox plus one. I think it was like 172. I'm like, really? 
I'm like, oh, that's right, Otani's pitching. So there you go. Two to nothing right now, top five. Uh, that is the last evening affair. Uh, Dodgers looking to uh, avoid, I think it's, is it, a, it would be a three game sweep at the hands yeah. of the Rockies. They got the uh, They're Padres. 8 3, tomorrow. I think. Yeah, they eight, got a big, four. yeah, 8 4. They got, it's the bottom of the eighth, I think, two outs. They, they got a big series coming up with uh, San Diego. San Diego, yeah. Yeah. Padres won today, sweeping or, or excuse me, shutting out the Diamondbacks, avoiding a sweep at the hands of the D-backs. And uh, once again, good call by Sean. He was on first five uh, run line for the Padres. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Easy winner there. They led two to nothing. Get a little plus 105 action. Nice. Nice. Then I had the over uh, four and a half in the uh, Orioles Mariners. I think it was nine, three at the end of five. Uh, That was the Final, whatever you, you got it. Easy. Yeah, but look at—I think it was nine three after after the fifth inning. It was nine three final. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was nine. Wow. <laughs> it was I saw it was seven one, and I was like, "Oh, Sean won. Yeah. Like, we won." So, um, pretty hot on baseball, right? Yeah, now. you're doing well. Yeah. Except this, I'm getting better at this thing. Except this crazy belief in the Cincinnati Reds. It's not a crazy so belief. It's a, just a flyer. So here's it's the just thing. a flyer. Betting the Commanders, that's fine. Like, I could see it happening. In no sense ever, 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 ever were the Reds winning this. Well, I just didn't think their bullpen was this bad. They're terrible. Like, I literally could send an email to Cincy right now, and they give me and you a tryout to see if we can come in and get two guys out. I mean, it changed their life. Last time I threw a baseball with a radar gun, I hit 80, and I was like, I retired. I'm out. By the way. True. Football. Fact. If you, guys, if you guys aren't tuned into the nightcap when football starts, we are going to be on fire. I've got some strong opinions. Don't forget last year, everybody's laughing at me. I said Clemson was going to be a 9-3 and type of team. Don't forget that. I have some more ammunition for this year. Some guys that you think are going to be good, not so fast, my friend, in my Lee Corso voice. And some teams that you don't think are going to be very good that I know are right on the edge. Nailed it with Clemson. Uh, there were some other faults. but I loved Michigan State, and they ran out of gas. <sighs> but we oh, made a lot of man. money until they didn't. Oh, I faded the living daylights out of Michigan State. Against Ohio State? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a wonderful. Oh, that was beautiful. I've got, I've got like some uh, some practice film coming from Ohio State. I got to see what the defense looks like because offensively they're probably going to be the best in the country. Uh, I just go ahead and admit it. I mean, because the running back is a Heisman contender, and then they definitely got the uh, Smith in Jabu is the best receiver Smith in the country in Jigba. Yeah, and then Stroud's the real deal. So I don't know. I mean, they're going to be legit on offense, but defensively, I don't know. All right. Well, I, I was gonna I was gonna wait here to do this, but let, let's do it now. Do we have the Aaron's going to cue it up here in just a moment uh, because I want to talk about Ohio State, and this is going to lead us into the clip that we had a little fun with mm-hmm. earlier in the show from Chris Felica. Uh, but Chris Felica was on with uh, with Gil earlier today. The Bear from ESPN was on a numbers game with Gil and said that he's going to bet over Ohio State 10.5. And, and, you know, the more I thought about it, I – you got to lay a lot of juice, and you got to look around. I mean, I think the smallest juice I've found, I'll keep looking, is like minus 220. So it's it's not a really one you want to race that you're excited about. I, I don't know where they're losing two games. And Well, opening with Penn State can go either way. Open with Notre Dame. Also, oh, that's Purdue that's up there. Yeah. 
They, way, to, way to trick me, guys. They open with Notre Dame where they're a 14-point favorite at home. They're, the shortest point spread right now is 10. That's on the road at Penn State. So if they stub their toe one way or the other, I can tell you one thing. They are not losing to Michigan. After last year, no chance they are losing to Michigan. So I've got to see what they're like on defense. Because, see, anytime you open with a, a, a major program or, or, either, or either a Cincinnati or 2016 USF-type non-major program, you don't get to play preseason games in college. I agree. You know, and aside from Alabama, who opens up every year with a ranked opponent and demolishes them, this is like new ground for Ohio State. Ohio State's been more of the two home games versus, you know, some lesser-known teams, kind of get the kinks out, you know, and then maybe Oregon in week two. But they, they generally have not led the season off with this caliber of opponent. So this is like new territory you know, for that program. Now, can they live up to it? Of course they can. I remember last time I saw them on the field against Utah, I thought Utah was going to run away with the thing. And the Stroud and, and Smith in, in – how you say his last name? Smith and Jigba. Smith and Jigba show broke out but it, down the Rose Bowl. But Notre Dame is good. Is a legitimate they're threat. A, they're a top-10 team. Yeah. First-year head coach, obviously. A fresh uh, sophomore quarterback has never started a game before. I think they have serious questions at, at the cornerback position. But all I'm just saying is Ohio State, and I'm agreeing with Chris Felica, I don't know where they lose two games in the regular season. So I was looking at the schedule. I mean, I mean Notre Dame's a, a toss-up game to me. 14 and a half point favorite. I know. I'm just I'm just I know. I'm just telling you what Vegas is thinking right. of Ohio right. State. Right. And that very well could end up being the result. I'm just saying Wisconsin at home. So so the, 15 point the Wisconsin game is the one where I'm like, I want to watch the film. I want to see what there's they look no like on Wisconsin, defense. Wisconsin, I'll tell you right now, there's no way Wisconsin can score enough points. See, I, no just, chance. I just think people were a year early on Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin's going to be really darn good this year. They're not winning at the shoe? Especially, well, after, well, well, again, especially after you know Toledo's fine uh, Mac program. I'm, 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 not, smoke I'm not knocking Ohio State. There are very few people that they're not losing. There were games. very few people that thought Oregon was capable of going to Ohio State last year and winning. I agree. So all I'm saying is I've coached college kids before, especially early in the season. Like sometimes they aren't as locked in as, as you need them to. I and and this, games get in the fourth quarter, and when you, the game's competitive and close in the fourth quarter, sometimes the better team doesn't win. Something can go against you. The difference. The difference this year is C.J. Stroud isn't a redshirt freshman quarterback. And they lost that game. Oregon ran all over them. The question would be Ohio State's defense. All right. But before we hit a break, Chris Felica, I mentioned that's what brought us up. Uh, I agreed with him on Ohio State. Uh, but he had some other comments as well God, on uh, Gil Alexander's show about a, uh, an American athletic conference near and dear to Mr. King's heart. Take a listen. And then uh, I went a little bit off the grid um, for, my, uh, for my second one. And I went to South Florida. Under and I'm sure Sean King is going to send me a, uh, <laughs> a, a text here, joking and 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 and, and, and nabbing at me pretty soon here. But uh, I, I saw his tweet last night about they were going to beat BYU in the opener. Okay, sure. I mean, like, they, they, I, mean, I don't think people realize how bad South Florida was last year. I mean, their wins were over FAMU and Temple, who was the worst team in the American last year. Uh, I know they brought in uh, Bohan and a quarterback to replace. <clears throat> Uh, to, who left Baylor, but defensively they, they were terrible. Offensively they had trouble scoring points. 
Um, you're looking at a non-conference schedule of BYU, Florida, and Louisville. But, like, for a team in the American who's one of the bottom-level teams in the conference, you're, you're three, nine, three of your four non-conference games in addition to Howard or that, like, that's, it's going to be hard for them to – I mean, you're, you're not winning at Houston. You're not winning at Cincinnati. Uh, you're probably not winning at Tulsa. SMU could be potentially be uh, a sneaky good team this year. You, you host them, and then you host up UCF. Like I don't see five. If they go five and seven to beat me, I mean, God bless them. But uh, under for South, under under four and a half for South Florida was the uh, the other win total that I added. You know, I love Chris. He's a friend of mine. He's a friend of the program, <laughs> and I get it. But he didn't recruit that group that's on the offensive line. I did. This is not me saying Jeff Scott or any. This is about the offensive line at South Florida. They dominate that game. South Florida wins outright September 3rd down at Ray J. Ken is going to be going boom, boom, boom. Did you up it five sticks? Go to break. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the Nightcap here on VSIN alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. A lot of things going on. You might think, oh, it's a it's a quiet time of the year. No, this is the time you got to bet futures and football. Uh, you talk some baseball. Sean's been red hot. Got a hot dog eating contest coming up on on Monday that you can bet in some some spots, and we'll talk about that tomorrow. One of the competitors. We have a huge UFC card here in town on Saturday night. Sean is going to be ringside with Dana White. My guy, man. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Holding uh, hands. Uh, but our uh, our next guest joins us, and he does great stuff. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Fightnomics. It is Reed Kuhn uh, who joins us right now uh, in the DMV, the DC area. So we appreciate you staying up late, Reed, with us. Let's start with the main card or the main event, I should say. Israel Adesanya is a massive favorite. Um, if you believe Adesanya is going to continue his dominance at 22-1, and one, people aren't really all that excited, Reed, to lay 390. So if you're on the side of Adesanya, what is the best approach for the main event on Saturday? Yeah, I'm one of those people who's backing him big time here. When I first ran it, the odds were actually a lot more affordable and you're right, since then, the steam has come in on Adesanya. So if you are going to play him, I think a lot of people are going to throw him into parlays. But if you want to play him, play that prop by KO or inside the distance. You might still get plus money. At one point, it was plus 200 when I saw it early on. So uh, Adesanya is going to be able to strike. This is what he wants. He wants this kind of matchup. He sizes up well against Jared Kennanier. And uh, these guys have not attempted many takedowns between them. We are going to see them stand and trade leather. And I just think five rounds is a long time for someone so slick like Adesanya. The guy just moves at a different speed. He is going to find the chin eventually. Five rounds is time to work. So I think the angle here is probably the prop play just because the price has gotten out of control. So under four and a half, I think uh, at least on this app I'm currently looking at is is the round prop. Under four and a half is minus 105. You like that play, Reed? 
that's that's a reasonable price for a four and a half. I don't even think it'll take that long. I, I'm looking for a mid-round finish, mm-hmm. and I think you're going to get plus money if you specifically play him inside the distance. And and, and just you know, I'll be honest. I always tell people, look, we we all have different strengths here at the network. We have some really really strong MMA guys. I am not one of them, so I like to listen to smart people. And I'm just curious, you know, your breakdown. His last three fights at Asanya. All went the distance, all went the decision. So why do you anticipate this fight being a KO and not going the distance? So that's an interesting question. There's a complicated answer. I'll I'll summarize briefly. I'm actually looking at where do I see value on the side, Mm -hmm. and I have a completely separate model that is looking for value on the over-under. So technically, those two models can disagree on the outcome in the grand scheme of things, and I can be right on one and wrong on the other. In fact, we often are. Um, but this is a situation where I do see the ingredients here. Adesanya has an excellent knockout rate, uh, knockdown rate as well. We're also factoring in that fight where he fought Jan Blahovich at a higher weight class where he got wrestled for five rounds. Um, that data is in his performance metrics, and those are something that is probably degrading or deflating his stats. So if anything, I should be inflating them and being a little bit more aggressive in favoring Adesanya and in a situation like this where I actually agree with the steam here, that's, those are long odds. When you have, when you have a, a can-crushing situation, I'm not calling Jared Kennedy or can, but mm-hmm. based on the betting line, that's a pretty wide spread. And when we see that, we tend to see finishes. That's a macro trend. Here, we're just seeing two guys willing to trade for five rounds. I think Adesanya finds the button eventually. We're talking once again to Reed Kuhn. Follow him on Twitter, at Fightnomics. Uh, main event, huge fight. But as we've discussed, you know, a spread that or a line that is certainly separated. You look at this co-main event. Uh, these guys have fought three times or two times, I should say. This is going to be the third. Uh, we had a split decision and a unanimous decision. Both fights going the distance about a year ago. Uh, and we've got Volkanovski against Max Holloway. Volkanovski, Reed, he's won, what, 20 matches, 21 in a row? Uh, so when you see that, and the fact that he's beaten Max Holloway twice, I think that the the price might seem a little, might maybe a little short. How do you look at this fight, uh, the co-main event on Saturday night? Yeah, I, I am surprised. Maybe he hasn't become a bigger favorite. Um, I did back him twice, uh, barely. I still see these guys stacking up very evenly on paper. The numbers are almost identical. Um, they're both just gifted strikers, very accurate and able to maintain that accuracy even while they put on a high pace. You've got Max Holloway, who's one of the best five rounders in the business. The guy can just go and go and go. Um, but he finally met his match with Volkanovsky because Volkanovsky can just step on the pedal just a little bit more. And that was the difference in a lot of rounds, very close rounds, uh, close decisions. Some people disagree with the decisions. I actually agreed with them. I am supporting Volkanovsky here. I don't see a ton of value in the line, though. I still think this is fairly close. Um, but one, one point I got to point out here, Max Holloway has now taken over 1,000, 1,018 head strikes from a distance to the head. So that is more than guys like Cowboy Cerrone, Jim Miller. Um, there are some veterans on this card, but Max Holloway has been hitting the head more times from a distance. That is a liability. The guy's only 30 years old, and he's taken just a disproportionate amount of punishment because of all those five-round wars. That's going to catch up with them eventually. I still think Volkanovski has a little bit of an edge just in the technical striking, and he's able to turn up the volume on cue right when he needs to. Well, you got to pay a pretty heavy juice to go over four and a half here. The last seven fights for Max Holloway have gone the distance. 
uh, all gone five rounds. Uh, it looks like eight fights ago, it was after four rounds. I think it was a doctor stoppage. So uh, this guy, as you mentioned, he, he goes the distance, is minus 220, at least here at Circa, too rich to go over four and a half, in your opinion. So once again, I'm, I'm going to buck the trend here um, and, again, explain that these are separate yeah. rules of logic applying. I'm actually going to go with the under. Mm. I do see a little bit of value at plus 150, I think, was the inside the distance prop. Um, so under four and a half, you'll get maybe slightly less than that, plus 120 or something like that. But um, if you're getting plus money inside the distance, we still have two very dangerous strikers. And I know that they've felt each other out for 10 rounds. You might have a situation where Max Holloway has to be a little bit more aggressive than usual. That could force him either to really lay it on Volkanovsky early, or it's going to cause him to open up his defense a little bit. That aggression could play to the strength of, a, of an early stoppage. I still think it takes a few rounds, uh, but one of these guys is very gifted in finding some, a knockout here. So if you're going to give me that kind of price on an inside-the-distance prop, I might take it. Talk once again to Reed Kuhn. Follow him on Twitter at Fightnomics. Uh, let's go a little bit down the card. Still in the main event. Uh, Robbie Lawler is a very slight favorite, so I know that always excites people. Okay, this is going to be a competitive fight. Uh, looks like at DraftKings, minus 120. Here at Circa, a little richer at minus 125. Uh, how do you look at, I think it's the second fight, uh, welterweight in uh, on the main card. Robbie Lawler uh, laying $1.20 or so. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go on the underdog here, Brian Barberina. Um, I, first of all, you will rarely find me paying money uh, for a 40-year-old. Robbie Lawler, <laughs> excellent career. Um, just, you know, storied career, really. Like, old-school guy, has been around forever. Um, started at a very young age. He's got highlights for days. He's been the champ. He's done a lot of things. But there is, if you've read Fightnomics, there's a, there's a learning curve. And then there's a decline after 35 in terms of win rates. Cumulative damage is something that does come back to get you, and you can't avoid it. So Brian Barbarina, being seven years younger, is an advantage. Um, he's, he's sized pretty well. He's a little bit more well-rounded. Um, I am concerned about his willingness to brawl. His head strike defense is poor, and Robbie Lawler does like to swing big. Um, but overall, I actually see value on the dog here. Well, you, you mentioned laying a... well. It was not a heavy price, but still a price with Robbie Lawler being at the age that he is. Heavy price is actually the first card of the main, first fight of the main card, and that's Sean O'Malley. Uh, I think I looked at it right now. DraftKings, he's laying three dollars, so minus three hundred. Is this an opportunity early on in that main card to go with the dog, or do we have to get unique uh, like we would we like we will with Israel Adesanya? I think the market is going to be on O'Malley. He's one of those guys you can count. It's like Conor McGregor. You just wait for that Irish money to show up and push the price even higher, and then you go the other way. Mm. Uh, I am going to be going the other way here. I actually see value on Munoz. He obviously has a lot of losses in his last few fights, but when you look at who he lost to, it's former champions all the way down. So he has been in with the best and has gone the distance with the best. Uh, and in one case, it was even a split decision. So this is a, a really good litmus test for Sean O'Malley. Uh, if he actually beats Munoz, all of a sudden, yes, okay, these numbers that I'm seeing on paper that, that look amazing are not just inflated because he was fighting lesser talent. If he gets past Munoz, he is the real deal. But that's a big if. And at that price, I'm, I see more of a coin flip type of flight, fight. I'm going to take the value on the plus money. I like Munoz. Well, Reed, great stuff. I think it's going to be a great card. Make sure you save with some of that Angel's Envy you got on the shelf back there, big fella. 
<laughs> if, you, if you hit the DMV, I have the best fight watch experience. I'm down here in Ooh. the sports cave. I got the theater over there. I got the bar over here. Nice. Uh, At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare it's bourbon night whenever we win beautiful there he is reed coon follow him on twitter at fightnomics great stuff and check out a huge card this weekend in the u.s This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today. And you'll get our, uh, you'll get Vsin's daily best bets. That includes Adam Burt's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, pre- premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want that full Vsin experience, which features a daily best bet email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost only nineteen bucks to be a subscriber through July thirty first. Sign up now. Head over to vcin.com slash summer. Thanks to Reed Kuhn at Fightnomics on Twitter. Uh, to recap, Sean. See, I like Reed. See, Reed's a guy like me. He's looking for plus money type wages. I like that. He likes Israel Adesanya to win by KO. So that was the way that it was interesting to hear his method, too. And it's, it's fascinating when you hear these. So, you know, he said sometimes he'll have situations, and he said he gave case in point. Uh, with uh, you know, with the with the main event on Saturday night, where his models agree with inside the distance because of the price on KO for Adesanya, but don't necessarily agree. He didn't disagree with the, the under, four, under and four and a half, but he said his better bet was Adesanya. So Adesanya by, by, K- KO, by KO, TKO, DQ was plus one forty. Yeah, that was the the way. The he way you have to be careful in UFC that does not include submission. Right. Adesanya by submission is plus 1200. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think Adesanya right. is going to go that way. Right. I'm not saying but, he's going to do it. I'm just but Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. Uh and then he uh liked he thought there was value in the Volkanovski Holloway under, which is which is interesting. I kind of like it because Max Holloway his last 7 fights have all gone the distance, but he said, you know, after losing twice 
in all five rounds going to decision, Max Holloway might have to be a little bit more aggressive, might have to go a different route. So he felt like the plus price on under four and a half, there was plus some value. Plus 185. Yeah, so he felt like there was some value there. Uh, he liked Pedro Munoz. Uh, over, that's, the only, that's, the only one, that's the one I need him to be right about. Over Shane that plus uh, O'Malley. He liked uh, Barbarina uh, at even money or plus 105 here. So uh, really good stuff there uh, from uh, from our – Are you going to play this tour. card? Yeah, why not? Okay. Why not? What else am I going to do on a Saturday night? I got I to gotta see what Dave thinks too. Dave Ross has been hitting. On fire. Our guy. I racked up on Gamrot. So got to see what Dave's, Dave's going to be uh, rolling with here. Um, JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst, going to join us top of the hour on uh, on some of the moves that have been made. Um, <laughs> I'm really curious to get his thoughts on uh, Jalen LeBron Brunson going to New York. <laughs> uh, it hasn't happened yet. He's uh, expected to meet with Dallas, New York, and Miami, apparently. But from everything you read, it's a pretty much foregone conclusion that he's going to New York. And all the moves that they've made. I heard the Mavs jumped on a plane to come have like a last-second well, meeting they, with him. They have an opportunity if they they can give him more money. I just say do it just so the Knicks look stupid. That that would be kind of great. Yeah, that's just what I want to happen. I mean, his dad's on the staff. There's a what is a worldwide West thing. It it seems like it's a foregone conclusion. Why would his dad want him to give up eleven percent of his money? I don't know. State tax in New York, no state tax in Texas. This is a simple decision. Are we sure that the Dallas Mavericks are offering him $110 million? I'm not sure about anything. I'm not <laughs> sure that's what the Knicks are offering. I'm just going based on reports. Well, uh, that has not happened yet because free agency. My dog Wode said it, so I believe it. Has not officially happened. Um, so we will uh, we will, we will, see. But we'll get the latest with uh, with JVT, his thoughts, uh, especially the Devontae Murray, uh, DeJounte Murray trade Today that was the big move. Uh, Bobby Portis apparently uh, could be signing a, a longer deal with the with the Bucks. Uh, Patty Mills is going to be a free agent. It's a bunch of smaller pieces uh, out there. The NBA is too confusing. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, TMZ just tweeted out that Miles Bridges, who is thought to be the biggest fish, in he's the Hornets. Uh, was just arrested for felony domestic violence in Los Angeles. That's not good. Nope, it's not good. Mitch Kupchak, uh, the GM of the Hornets, was talking to the media today, I believe, about how they plan on keeping Miles Bridges. So uh, that's not great. Uh, so TMZ just uh, reporting that Miles Bridges arrested for felony domestic violence in L.A. today. Well, that uh, certainly tweaks things so we will see certainly monitor uh, time is monitor definitely that. bad no yeah not uh not not that any time yeah good, i was gonna say never is yeah, that a good time going but. through a contractual situation any kind of bad publicity publicity or press is it's not going to enhance your leverage well, on the contract side yeah he was uh he was supposed to get a whole whole lot of money there um well we'll get to the nba top of the hour we'll get on uh, our good friend there JVT. <laughs> so we uh, we continue our, our summer conditioning. Mm-hmm. Sean likes the Commanders. Love. Uh, over 7.5 was his favorite play. Uh, if you could find it at minus 115, which I believe, as I checked earlier today, is uh, is available here in town. Uh, but you can get some all-plus prices. You can get them to win the division at 5-1. to one. 
I am on the Eagles. Uh, you know, set it weeks back mm-hmm. at plus two seventy five to win the division. Uh, I think all over ten and a half was it was what I said on uh, on Tuesday was was the way that I would go now with the price being down at plus one sixty. But man, oh man, did I not like what I saw today? Just don't talk, people. Stop doing this. I'm going to read you a quote. Oh, man, we all feel like we're an all-star team, so we feel great. Miles Sanders said that CBS Sports. We feel unstoppable. I'm not going to lie. The vibes are great. Always have been. Nick Sirianni is doing a great job just keeping the vibes right. The chemistry is good. We compete a lot in practice, but we've got to see. It's going to come down to camp, taking it day by day, putting everything together. End quote from Miles Sanders. Why, Miles? Why? Just give me my credit. Why Why are you going to do that? Just give me my credit. I've been saying for the last two and a half months, I don't, I, I'm not buying it. The Eagles can handle all of this. I'm, just, I'm not. They got to prove it to me. Just, I've consistently been saying it. People, man, what is it? Black King don't like the Eagles. You know, hey, listen. When they, everybody's saying you the new best thing, but you've never been the best thing, that's the ultimate setup. Happened last year yeah, with, that, with that's Washington. That's the ultimate setup. I agree. I'm off fly, Eagles fly, all the way off. By the way, can we uh, can we bring up that tweet again uh, that that – you know, everyone's you know doubting the Washington Commanders because you know no one's betting them like the Eagles, as uh, as Sean alluded to. Let's 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 pull up that tweet. Oh, most lopsided over win total is the Commanders. Ninety nine percent of the money, Sean. I, I think if if the if the Commanders was at nine and a half where the Eagles are at, then it'd be the opposite. I just think it's because of where they listed the number. Because mm. books are wrong all the time. No, they're definitely not wrong, wrong all the time. All the time, they're wrong sometimes. Their Bengals win total last year looked kind of like the Commanders this year. Yeah, but Bengals 90, end up in the Super Bowl. But ninety nine percent of the money wasn't on the Cincinnati Bengals over. But I I, I agree with the money. I, I think the Commanders are better. We'll think, see. That's the great they, thing. They're gonna play the games. They are. I'm gonna be right here sitting next to you. First, I'll tell you this right now. God willing, the first four weeks are going to determine the season for the Commanders. I don't I don't buy that. I do. I know. Because they open up, they could not have asked for a better start to the season. They play the team who had the number one pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the team that had the number two pick in the Detroit Lions. They should be 2-0 and based off of Vegas odds. Then it's home to the Eagles, where they'll have no home field advantage, and then at the Cowboys. My first three Those years four in- weeks are going to... Tell you a story about my, Washington. My first three years in Tampa, we were picked to win the Super Bowl every year. We we started each each one of those seasons three and four. Okay, we made, made the playoffs all three years too. This is a long season. If it's they, not a lot of games, but it's a long season. But my point being, if they start four and zero, oh, get your popcorn ready. They're winning the division. I, are, I wouldn't go are, that far. Things are rocking and rolling. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't be saying that. Another, and I'm, a, I'm one of the commanders. The another interesting factor about the schedule for the Washington Commanders this year is one of their crossover games, the AFC North. Uh, the Bengals play the Cowboys. Uh, the 
Steelers play the Eagles. They get the Browns, but in week 17. Oh, Deshaun Watson will be back. He's only getting four games. Well, if that's the case, that's not great for Washington. But hey, man, they got that vaunted defense with their best player coming off a torn ACL. Talk some NBA, top of the hour. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.